Hello my friends and welcome back to my podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Leslie and on this podcast I'm going to talk about all types of things, but especially social issues. Um, and as a reminder for those of you who don't know, you can send me emails to ask me any questions that you want me to answer in the podcast or that I can answer privately. The email address is acofdiamonds.podcast at gmail.com. And it's going to be in the description box anyways. All right. So this is my second podcast. It's kind of like, ugh. Um, as you must know, a man, a black man named George Floyd was murdered by the police. Uh, this happened almost two weeks ago now. And so the, the four policemen who were involved in this, in his death, were finally charged with murder. And they, will, they are awaiting trial, which is a very good news. And when I see, when I look at that, I'm like, imagine if there were no witnesses. Like, uh, imagine if there were no witnesses. That's crazy. On social media, people are still going strong, posting stories, posting pictures, um, inviting people to participate, inviting people to help the movement, either by protesting, donating, um, sharing stories, listening, asking questions, signing petitions. I myself, I've been semi-active on social media because I'm not necessarily, well, okay, obviously I have a podcast and also I have a YouTube channel, but I'm not necessarily the one to publish a lot of stories and stuff like that. Like, I, it's not that much, like, I, I will publish once in a while, maybe like every three months or something. And I've been, I've been trying to be more active on social media because I do think it does matter. But at the same time, I think last weekend I kind of had enough and I decided to just kind of take a break for like two or three days from Instagram especially because I feel like racism is a matter for everyone. Every, everyone can participate to support Black Lives Matter. This is not a race thing. This is not, you know, it's not a social status thing or whatever. Everyone should be participating. However, there are some people who do not publish a lot on social media. Whether it's because, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Some people just do not publish a lot on social media. And then I saw a lot of things that, like, I was kind of unsure on how I felt about it. Because some people were saying, like, oh, look at your favorite influencers, not even, like, just posting their their stories as if nothing is going on. You know, like, just posting their stories just to showcase, like, what's going on in their day, as if there's not... As if there's not like a big movement going on right now, and I was kind of, I was kind of on the fence about it, in the sense that, I think that, at the end of the day, what you want to do to support the movement is kind of up to you. It is a personal thing, in my opinion. For example, protesting is not for everybody. Protesting is just not for everybody. So I don't know if it's fair to expect everyone to go to a protest. I don't know about that. However, there are obviously some easy, simple things that people can do to help. Signing petitions takes 
literally 10 seconds. Literally. Like, it doesn't take a lot of time. Donating is another thing that is not for everybody because donate if you can. If you can't donate, then you don't have to do it. But if you can, it's great. But then it's like posting stories, being very active on social media. I don't know how I feel about it. In the sense that, like, social media is social media. I think I saw uh, a video of some guys online that were talking about this. Like, social media is social media. I do think the participation online does make a difference. Like, don't, don't, don't get it twisted, though. Don't get it twisted. I do think it makes a difference. But social media is social media, and it's not real life. It's not real life. Signing petitions that will eventually get into the hands of people in position of power will make a difference. Which one makes the greatest difference? I'm not sure. But social media is social media. It's not because you post something in your story that once you're not on social media, you're still contributing. It's not because you're not posting something in your story that outside of social media, you're not contributing either. For all you know, some people that you saw that did not publish content in regards to this, for all you know, they've been contributing in many ways. However, I will agree that I did see some people posting a lot of content that were completely irrelevant to the subject matter, like completely irrelevant. And I'm wondering when they publish that, does it... Does it kind of mess up the algorithms on social media? You, you know what I mean? Does it kind of mess up or kind of buries the content that are addressing this social issue? I think many people who were, who were blamed for doing, like for not publishing stories or not publishing anything on social media were especially celebrities. And I will agree with you that if you're, you, you're someone who has a platform, especially if you have a lot of followers, when I say a lot of followers, I'm saying like more than a thousand people. Like not that if you have 500 people, is not a lot of followers, but like the more followers you have, let's say more than a thousand people, the more influence you'll have. It does suck when I see some people who have like hundreds of thousands of followers and they did not publish a single thing. They did not, not even like a little, like I'm not going to go online and and point my finger at them, but it does suck. It does suck. Especially because if if you're not aware on Instagram, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, um as soon as you have like ten thousand and more followers, ten thousand or more, you can be verified, right? And when you publish your stories, it also allows you to put links in your stories. That way you can say like, oh go sign this petition, just click here. And then you like your followers can literally just click and then it takes them to the website. Believe me, you, if I did have those, this number of followers, I would be doing that because usually for people who have less followers, one thing that you can do is you can, you can put the title of the website, but sometimes people don't necessarily remember, but you can say, oh, you have to go look in my, my description, like in my bio, like on my profile, which is a bit less convenient. I wish that Instagram would let anyone put add some links in their um, in their stories, but they don't. So as I was saying, some people I have seen some people who have so many followers, like so many followers, and it it I mean I'm gonna be honest, it does suck that they didn't post post anything. It does suck 
it's like, okay, well, you have all these followers, blah, blah, blah. Of course, at the end of the day, it's a personal choice. But I also have to admit that, like, for the past couple of weeks, every time that I go on Instagram, it's not, or on social media, it's not really for, for leisure. You know what I mean? It's not like to have fun and to look at content and to, and to laugh and to, like, and to see some new hairstyles and some new outfits. It's not really for that. It's not to go shopping. I, I'm going on Instagram to find some new, new ways to help. I'm going to on Instagram to see what other people have found that helps to, to, to get some advice on how to prepare for a protest, to get some advice on how to, like, how to address this issue with your friends or whatever. I'm not really going Instagram, like, to see, like, what sandwich you ate that day or something, you know? But at the same time... As I said, some people are being blamed for like not sharing this content. But and then if they're also sharing a lot of content, some people are also saying, oh, you're only doing it because people ask you to. So there's I mean, at the end of the day, you can't really win, right? Like if you post something, you're you may get blamed. If you don't post something, you may get blamed as well. So it's like I also know some people who do not post on social media. Yet, behind the scenes, I've signed petitions, I've, I've donated money, I have, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not because you don't do something online that you don't do anything at all. And there is also this thing that, I know some people in my entourage who are content creators and are also business owners, online marketing and stuff like that, and... For some of them, they may feel like, okay, if I post something about my online marketing or about my business, then they may feel like people are going to see it as trying to take away from the the events, trying to take away from the movement, which is, which is not what they're trying to do. And also many people who are influencers or whatever, they live of the content they publish online. So what's happening to them right now, I don't know. Because if you're not publishing anything online, you're not making any money. Maybe everyone should find some type of way to publish things that could be helpful to the Black Lives Matter movement. It was kind of, it's kind of hard. And you go like on social media every day and you see all those things and you feel... I think we have to rejoice and we have to celebrate the little victories, even though like the overall goal is not attained and was not attained. And the overall goal, I don't think will be attained in a year. It's like, this is going to take years. This is going to take years, even possibly a lifetime. But if at least you get this little victory, I think we deserve, we deserve to celebrate the four four police officers were charged and and the, the main police officer initially was charged with third degree murder but now they added charges and now he's charged with second degree it is a cause for celebration some people say like no i'm not gonna start celebrating until all my brothers and sisters are avenged we, we still have to stay a little bit positive because right now it's it's very dark and it's kind of hard to keep breathing and it's kind of hard to to keep the faith. Let's celebrate the little victories because that means we're one step closer to our global objective. One step closer. And don't get it twisted because now some people think, well, the people who don't really understand the movement, 
some of them they think it's for only one man like no this is like the the whole um protests that were that was started like that started in minnesota and then spread it all around the world yes they were sparked after the death of george floyd however this is way beyond one man this is way beyond one man and this is what some people don't understand this is a global movement this is for all the the black men and women who never who never got a chance to be avenged who never got the, the chance to be um to, to get justice this is for the all the black women and men around the world who don't have a voice who who are censored this is for all members of the black community whether there are men women trans bi gay you name it part of the lgbtqa plus community this is a chance to give them a voice it's way beyond one single person but i have to admit it has been hard it's pretty hard and it's like it almost like awakened some feelings that were almost not buried but that were kind of forgotten or kind of put aside in the sense that in my day-to-day life i feel like it's it's already it's already hard to be part of the black community because you you are a minority and sometimes you talk and people don't listen. So I've been in groups where like I literally I'm here, I'm talking, I'm asking questions and people don't even look at me. Like I'm serious. I am very serious. They don't even look at me. Or I say things and it seems like no one heard what I said. It's frustrating. So you kind of move around in the world in a way that you kind of silence yourself. You kind of move yourself to the background because already some people are not paying attention to you. And some people, even when you're speaking, they don't want to let you speak. They don't believe you. They don't, you know, they take whatever you take as garbage. Whatever you say as garbage, sorry. Like, I'm so shocked on how how much we internalize things like it's just it's crazy like i'm like i've been stressed i've been stressed and it's just it just resurf it's just some old feelings that resurface you know some things that you kind of suppressed that just resurface they were they've always been there but let's take my um my at my workplace i'm sure they're not necessarily racist or whatever sure whatever but still, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel like it's a safe space for me to express my feelings and my and to talk about my life experiences as a black woman. Already, many people of minority groups are afraid to talk about such subjects. Many black people are afraid at the workplace to report any racist incidents. We're scared. We're scared of people... Being like, oh my God, who said that? Oh my God, that person is just trying to cause trouble. We're already scared, so we don't even talk about it. And now, like, George Floyd has died, and I can't even... Well, I mean, I could talk about it, but I don't feel like it's a safe space for me to talk about it. You know what I mean? I'm sure many of you understand. And this is not just this is not just a black community thing. It's like, I don't know what it is to be gay, for example. But I would imagine that even if even though the workplace is not knowingly racist or, or homophobic, I can 
understand that someone would not be sure if it's a safe space for them to express themselves. If it's a safe space for them to report any homophobic incidents. It's the same thing within the black community. So we just internalize everything and we don't necessarily have an outlet. Like, I, I, I'm just shook on how we don't talk about things, you know, because we don't feel we have that space. I'm sure that this whole week I've been going back to work the next day while well, our teleworking, whatever, as if almost nothing happened. You kind of pretend like nothing happened. We know that something happened, but it's like, you don't say anything, you don't talk about it. And the one at my workplace, which is mini composed of Caucasian people, has mentioned anything so far. And just, it made me so... <sighs> I don't know. It's 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 very frustrating and it's very hurtful and it's considering the minority groups they they already often have uh, mental health issues because of all these internalized feelings. This makes it even worse. I would have hoped that my employer would have sent an email talking about this like I know that I live in Canada, but racism, systemic racism is still an issue that touches Canada. It's, it's been going on for a while now. Like, I, I would have loved if they had sent an email talking about this. I would have loved if my employer, um, like my manager, director, whatever, would have mentioned some things. I think, I, think I, I, I do. I think I do. So people, don't forget to take care of yourselves. I don't think it does anyone any service if you're not taking care of yourself. Like, I feel you can't properly take care of other things if you're not properly taking care of yourself. This is very difficult and for many people I've seen online, already with the COVID-19, some people were already feeling isolated. Some people were already like feeling a lot of anxiety. This is really hard on the morale. This is very hard and you have to take care of yourself. If you have some um, sick days, please use them. We should not be ashamed of taking sick days, even if it's for mental health reasons. If you need a sick day, you take the sick day. This is for your own good. You're not go going to do anyone any good if you're not taking care of yourself. And on that note, guys, if you want to support the Black Lives Matter movement, please visit the link that I will share in the description box. It will take you to the Black Lives Matter website where they have assembled a list of petitions to sign, emails that you can send to to the, the police departments of the various cities that you can send to the attorney general of the various cities. They also put together a map of various protests going on around the world. A lot of places where you can donate, a lot of petitions that you can sign. It's also a good website if you don't necessarily understand this issue. It's a great place to start and start reading. Don't forget that if you want to send me an email, please do so. The email address is a sea of diamonds.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time. Goodbye.